0: Today, we celebrate with the whole Church the great solemnity of the Ascension of our Lord to Heaven. The Ascension completes the mission of Christ here on Earth. That mission began with the Annunciation. It began with the birth of Christ here, the God, the second person of the Holy Trinity, descended upon earth to share our human our human nature to share our human life here on earth but he descended to earth so that he may manifest the father the father's love that he made teach us the whole truth who god is what is his mission what is his goal destiny for us but also the son, second person of the Holy Trinity, united human nature with himself. And by uniting human nature with himself, he has given us the possibility of sharing in God's glory to be partakers of divinity. So that the mission of Christ that began with the Annunciation and through her birth and continued through his public ministry his teaching, his guidance, the great signs and wonders of his life, but also culminating in that very, the greatest moment of God giving himself on our behalf so that he may redeem us. He gave himself, he submitted to torture, he submitted to, to his passion, to his suffering, dying, being crucified, And then he also gave us the opportunity to see what we shall be like. He has risen from the dead and showed us and manifested to us the the great gift of that mission for which Christ has come to give us glorified body, to give us the promise of resurrection, to give us also the capacity to share in the divinity of God himself. That is the mission. And so today, We see that the mission that began with His coming to Earth, now He's returning back to the Father. He accomplished His mission. He accomplished and fulfilled the Father's will so that we, as human beings, may be transformed. We, as human beings, may be sharers of divinity, which we would not have been able to because we only were created, yes, with the capacity to know God but because on account of sin we kind of, we forfeited that relationship with god and so jesus the son of god and son of man god god and man in the person of jesus he was able to restore that dignity that we have lost through sin we have not only lost but have forfeited heaven and so he was able to embrace our human Ugliness, our sinfulness, everything that destroyed us, He was able to restore the dignity, and He gave us eternity. And so, celebrating the the uh, uh, the Ascension has has those two dimensions. One is is that dimension of Jesus' life on earth and what He has offered to us. He has given to us a special, and extraordinary gift of divinity, of divinizing power. So we look upon this celebration today, not only from the perspective of the moment when he ascended back into heaven, but we see his whole life on earth. So ascension is actually the the culminating moment of the incarnation uh, through, through, through where Jesus is visible. And, and who was able, we were able to see him and be with him. But the moment of ascension is also a moment when the Lord returns back to the Father. And what does he do? He continues to usher through his disciples, through all of us, the great gifts that he has given to us when he came. And he continues to be with us. He, he send it to heaven to be at the right hand of God the Father to intercede for us to continually give us the gift of of forgiving, merciful love, that he gives us this, this gift of himself. And as we know that even though the Lord's physical being with us has come to an end, even the resurrected Jesus, for 40 days, he was able to appear to eat with them, to be there with them, to instruct and guide them. But then as he ascended, he, he remains with us in a glorified way. He remains with us He remains us through the through the Holy Spirit that manifests his presence. He remains with us through the Eucharist that he is here for us and he does not end being with us but he continues. He continues being at the right hand of God the Father as being the one who loves us so much. He continues to ask the Father, Father forgive them for they do not know what they do. What a great gift that we have in Jesus who is, who is now at the right hand of God the Father as the scripture says. But, but he's always with us, he, he takes care and, 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 and he, he, um, he wants us to remember to know. And I think that for us today you know, there is something so extraordinary. If we were to realize what God has given to us, that we have the capacity to participate in the divinity. What is this? This is the great gift. And so so ascension reminds us of that, this capacity. But also what it reminds us is that our home is not here on this earth. Our true home is in heaven. And so the Lord also wants to tell us that he's going to take us By his hand, he holds us by his hand, and he's going to take us to the Father's house. And as we we know from every time we we recite the creed and we shall recite today, he ascended into heaven. He he ascended into heaven to what? To prepare for us a special place. You know, in my Father's house, there are many dwellings. I go there so I can prepare a place for you which means is that ascension also reminds us not only what happened to Jesus, but will happen to us. That one day we shall also rise. One day we shall be with him in the Father's house. And we shall come to know fully the significance, the meaning, the gift that God has given to us. Because here on earth, we only see it in a glimpse form. We only see in a glimpse form. We don't have the capacity to see everything and with that, that eyes, which only can the Lord give us after the resurrection and when we are with him. That's when he will give us the fullness of knowledge. But even now, as we contemplate, as we contemplate this gift that God has given to us, through, his, through himself, and that's how he's preparing a place for us in heaven. This is our hope. The hope, Christian hope, is knowing the truth. Knowing the truth, what awaits us, is not wishful thinking, it's the knowing the truth. and The truth is the Lord has ascended to heaven. The Lord has and is preparing a place for us and the Lord will take us home with him. And then one day we shall share in that glory, in the divinizing glory of God. And that is the gift that God is giving to us. So even in glimpse four. So now we live in this, in this moment, the final stage of human history, the final stage between the moment of, of, of our death and, and being called to be in heaven and 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 to, to live there with him forever. But in the meantime though, the Lord says, I will give you an advocate, I'll give you a helper, I'll give you someone who will be with you. And so he says, stay here in Jerusalem, Stay, stay here in this very temple, stay here at the shrine for the next nine days in preparation for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Stay, stay, stay close to to the Lord. Yes, He has ascended. We're not able to see Him physically anymore. The disciples are not able to see Him anymore, but we we know that through the Holy Spirit, He's active, just as the Gospel says today, you know, and and what did they do? The Lord has equipped them, the holy ones, for the work of ministry. And so, therefore, they went out to all the world. They preached everywhere. Well, the Lord worked with them, work work with them, you know, through the the power of the Holy Spirit. The Lord worked through them and confirmed the word through accompanying signs. And so, what are the signs? They will, to, to the Lord will give them. In my name, they will be able to drive out demons. In my name, they will be able to speak new languages to communicate the language of God, the gospel, the language of God's love, the language language of God's mercy, and be able to able to to communicate and preach. Uh, then they will be able to even uh, p- pick. Uh, they will be they will pick up serpents with their hands, and if they drink the deadly thing, will not harm them. There's a promise that, that the Lord. You know, you know, this is a symbolic language, obviously, that the Lord will, no matter how much we're uh, afflicted with, with the evil around us and uh, things which are around us, the Lord will overcome this evil within us. He will be able to help us, that poison of sin, that poison of rebellion, that poison of rejection of God, the poison of, of, you know, we ourselves being self-sufficient and wanting to do everything on our own without asking God. And of course, we see how much we can destroy each other. The, the, The Lord says that I will be there. This poison of sin will no longer affect you, but you have to stay with me, stay close to me. This is the promise that the Lord gives. And finally, we know that in the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, the Lord gives us the complete knowledge of everything. He reminds us of all truth. He reminds us of everything. And finally, I'd like to share just very briefly when I was doing when I was doing RCIA program in the parish uh, after ordination, just before and after. Uh, there's one prayer that I asked those who are participating. It was a very large class, class of of people, you know, mostly young. But I asked, you know, I, I was looking for a prayer that they will be able to pray each time we gather so that the Lord may give them the fullness of that knowledge of of that faith, knowledge of himself. And so the RCIA is the instructions for those who who do not share our faith or those who needed to be baptized. And for some reason, as I was asking the Holy Spirit to guide me in choosing the prayer, I actually chose that second reading of today from the Ephesians, and so we prayed together. We pray that prayer and maybe perhaps all of us can pray today so that we may be renewed in our faith, that we may realize what God is giving to us. So may the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, may the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, give us a spirit of wisdom and revelation that he may give us the spirit of wisdom, that he may pour forth his Holy Spirit upon us, and revelation, resulting in knowledge of him, that we may come to know him fully. And then the prayer continues, and may the eyes of our hearts be enlightened, because sometimes it's not just our brains that need to be enlightened, but we need the eyes of our hearts, because our hearts love. When they hear, they come to know and they love. You know, Our brains cannot love. Intellectually, we can appreciate things, but our hearts have to be touched by this revelation of who God is, and so that our eyes of our hearts may be enlightened, that we may know what is the hope that belongs to His call, that we may know the hope, the hope of glory, the future hope, the future life and participation in God. And that is the call that we receive, so that we may know what is the hope that belongs to this to his call, and what are the riches of his glory? Because sometimes the word glory doesn't seem to give us the indication of what is it. The glory is the divinizing power. Glory is God's gift of 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 Himself. Everything that God is, we speak of you, of the word glory, so that He may give us the the, the ability to recognize the riches of the glory. In his, in, uh, in his inheritance among the holy ones. Because it is, God gives us that inheritance of, of salvation. And also that we may come to know and understand what is the surpassing greatness of his power for us who believe. The greatness of his power. For us, the power, the, the dynamic gift that God gives us, the power for us who believe. Sometimes we feel we have, we don't have power. Sometimes we have, we can't even bring our family members to faith. No, yes, we do have power. We have the power of trust, the power of faith, knowing that despite everything that limits us, that our prayers will be answered fully, and that one day the children or family members or loved ones or friends who are close to us. Who do not believe or whose faith is, has been so, so, uh, so uh, limited perhaps or maybe, may maybe reduced in that zeal that they will also participate. Then you'll know, and also not only the surpassing greatness of his power, but, uh, but for us who believe in accord with the exercise of his great might, which he worked in Christ. So we asked, for the same power that the Lord, that God the Father gave to His Son. It's absolutely incredible, the power that work in Christ. So, raising Him from the dead and seating Him at His right hand in the heavens, far above every principality, authority, power, and dominion at every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the age to come. And so, how God the Father gave His Son this power, God the Father wishes to share this power with us. And as he was able to put all things beneath his feet, he gave him as head over all things to the church, which is body, the fullness of the one who fills all things in every way. So maybe then today, as we celebrate this, this beautiful solemnity of the ascension, and that we may realize that this is not just what was given to the Lord, but what God gives through his son to us, that we may realize They were called to share the destiny of God himself. We are the partakers of his divinity. May we today then thank the Lord for everything that He gives us, above all for the gift of faith, for the gift of Eucharist, for the gift of families, families who support and share the faith with us, for the gift of, of, of the Lord Jesus, especially through the power that He works through us in the Holy Spirit, all those things that God gives us. May He accomplish His will in us, that we may one day share His divine glory be the true partakers of the divinity, divinity, which is source of our fulfillment, happiness, and joy.
1: Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.com